name is not Dr. Google. I'm Dr. V. I want you to be healthy and happy, so we're going to talk about all the things I can't fit into a 15-minute appointment. Let's get started. Step into my office. Hey, welcome to Office Visits with Dr. V. This is episode number three, and I'm so excited that you're here today and that you're listening and that you might find some value in what I have put out on the airwaves and you're here again. So thank you so much. Um, Just don't forget to share this podcast with your friends. Don't keep it to yourself. We can stay connected on Instagram, Facebook, and my website, Office Visits with Dr. V. That's D-R-V period dot com. I got to say this every time because I don't want anybody to think, hey, Dr. V is my doctor and what she said is a gospel. You know what? This is just for educational purposes only. I don't know your specific medical history. I don't know your specific family history. And those things could make a difference. So please, before you make any changes to your health care regimen based on what I'm saying today, please see a medical health professional. And guess what? The purpose of this podcast is to help you remember, hey, we got to take care of yourself. So if you got to make an appointment with a healthcare professional, great. That's the point. All right, every episode I have five facts. Five facts that I think are probably the most important takeaways. I'm trying to keep these really short, kind of like an office visit. So I'm trying to keep them around 15 minutes every episode. So I can't tell it all, but I do want to highlight five facts that you can take with you. All right, this, so cervical mucus was really kind of what helped me think, hey, I need to do a podcast and let the world know cervical mucus is normal. But this particular topic that we're getting ready to talk about, I probably could have a whole podcast series about periods, menses, that's the medical term. So we're going to talk about, this is the title, y'all, and I like this. If your period is blank, we need to talk. If your period is blank, we need to talk. So let's fill in that blank. If your period is heavy, if your period is painful, if your period is long, I'm talking like two, three weeks, in the words of Sweet Brown, ain't nobody got time for that. So those things are unusual. Did I finish them all? Heavy, painful, long. If they're absent, they're not coming. If they're way too short, if you if they're unpredictable, if they make you miss work, if they make you get up in the middle of the night and change your pads, we have got to talk. And guess what? I'm just going to talk a little bit today about this, but we can talk more for sure about this topic. So this is really the take home and I'm glad I have this podcast to share this with you. As I said in my intro, I want you happy and healthy. And bottom line, y'all, your period should not be disruptive to your life. It just shouldn't. Um, If you can't eat, you can't sleep, you can't go to work or school, that's a problem and you need to go to the doctor. Now listen, some of this is kind of passed down from woman to woman because we don't really know what's normal. If your mama missed work and work in school and your sister missed work in school, then guess what? You might think that missing school and work is okay, but I'm here to tell you that it's not. This is the other thing and y'all wouldn't believe this, but I hear this a lot. If you have to pack a bag, wear different clothes, or avoid going to certain activities, your period is a problem. That's not how I want you to live your life. I want you to wear white if you want to wear white. I want you to be able to enjoy your lunchtime instead of having to go and change clothes and clean up. This is real, y'all. This this is what some women are dealing with. All of those things that I just mentioned, those are signs that you got a period that's too heavy and also that potentially may be too painful. 
So why do we have a period? Now, some people say, oh, we're cleansing, but really it's needed for reproduction. All a period is, is when egg and sperm have not come together. There's no embryo, there's no baby. And the body's like, all right, no baby, show's over. The lining that was there to help nourish and feed the baby isn't needed because there's no baby. And then you have a period. So it's really the lining, the endometrium, that comes out is really just needed for production and to feed and nourish the baby. A lot of women are thinking, I want to cleanse. And, you know, everybody has their opinion. But when you stop your period or you manipulate your period, it's okay. It's not going to back up. It's not going to build up. We can hormonally manipulate the cycle. And I say hormonally and through your lifestyle changes, you can also manipulate your cycle. Um, And we'll talk about that a little later. But it is really okay to stop the actual shedding of the endometrium, which we call a period in the medical term is menses. So let's talk about what can cause abnormal periods. I think by far... This one most women know about. And if they don't know, they know somebody who has them. It's fibroids. Fibroid tumors, we call them. They're used most of the time, like 99.9% of the time, they're not cancerous. But a lot of women have them. Um, They're benign tumors. They start from the muscle of the uterus. And y'all, the uterus is a muscle. If you're going to contract and push a baby out, that's a muscle. And so the fibroids come from that. They're so frequent that... I call them moles. Like everybody has one, it seems like. Everybody has fibroids. At one point, 70% of all women have fibroids and 90% of African-American women had fibroids. So they're very, very common. Now they don't always have to cause problems. And real talk in, in medicine, if they're not causing you any problems, we just leave them alone. But they can cause your periods to be heavy and painful. And location is key. Location is key. So if you're having issues with your cycle and the doctor says your your uterus feels normal, sometimes it's inside under the lining of the uterus where we can't feel and that's what's causing your periods to be heavy. So an ultrasound can be needed sometimes. Polyps. Endometrial polyps, I call them skin tags. They're kind of like skin tags of the lining of the uterus. That can cause your periods to be heavy and they can cause them to be irregular. Like you can start spotting in between your cycle. You're like five days, I'm done. And then spot, 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 you know, a week or two later. Polyps can contribute to that. Number two, this is... This is probably one of the other ones that I think has kind of gone underground, but it's coming to the forefront. Uh, Endometriosis. Endometriosis is one of the conditions that can cause heavy periods, can cause your periods to be extremely painful. It can cause you to have nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, pain when you have a bowel movement. Endometriosis can do all of that. Endometriosis is actually when the endometrium, the lining of the uterus, actually gets out in places it's not supposed to be. So it's not supposed to be inside your belly where your intestines are. It's not supposed to be on your ovaries. It's supposed to stay inside of the uterus. And when it gets out, it actually becomes really inflammatory. It causes a lot of problems in scar tissue. Um, And it can be a cause of infertility. So if you're like balled over in the fetal position, heating pad, and you know, you're down for two days, endometriosis is at the top of my list of things that might be causing you a problem. Now, there is something called adenomyosis, and this is kind of the endometriosis of the uterus where the endometrium is actually starting to grow into that muscle, and it can make your periods heavy and painful as well. 
that this is a big one. And honestly, we're seeing this more in our community. Number three, your periods can be heavy because you're not ovulating regularly. And I'm just going to pick one, one reason for that. And it's obesity, obesity, which we're seeing more and more and more in this country. And it's almost the norm. Obesity contributes to a lot of health conditions, but let me tell y'all, it can make your period heavy. It can make your period irregular. Your fat cells actually contain an enzyme that can turn your natural hormones into more estrogen. And estrogen, it's the hormone that grows that lining. So hey, right before we ovulate, you got to listen to episode number two, but you ovulate, your estrogen levels are up. That's telling the lining to grow. Hey, we're getting ready to have a baby here. We need to feed this baby. Estrogen tells the lining to grow and progesterone says, hey, let's keep it cool keep everything stable. And when the progesterone levels drop, that's when you have a period. So they kind of work together. If they're out of whack, then you will go without a period. It can be a month. It can be a two months. However, when you have a period and you haven't had it for two months, and it's because of this, what we call anovulation, you're not ovulating and you've got this imbalance. It seems like your period makes up for lost time. So you skipped a month, Now it's like you're having two periods in one and it can be, you know, your normal period might be five days. It could be 15, 20, it could be a month and you continue to bleed and bleed and bleed and it can be heavy. So obesity, again, is something that is within your control. And y'all, we're going to talk about this later on in another series of office visits with Dr. V, but we're going to talk about how to live a healthy life, how to maintain healthy lives, how to eat well, how to keep that exercise and going. Obesity is within our control. If you lose 10% of your body weight, so let's do the math. If you're 200 pounds and let's say you're supposed to be 150 pounds and again, supposed to be I know y'all, we know that there's not an ideal that fits every single body type, but y'all know what I'm talking about. Just for math's sake, if you are 200 pounds and then, you know, maybe you're supposed to be 150 and you're having heavy periods, if you will lose 10%, which is 20 pounds, then you will see a difference in your cycles. You'll definitely feel better. You'll see a lot of changes, but you can see a big difference. I've, I've seen this. I've had patients who were 400 pounds and they lost, you know, 30 pounds. I mean, and it made them just a little lighter and just a little more regular and predictable. The other thing that can cause abnormal periods is miscarriages or ectopic pregnancies. So these are kind of both under the pregnancy realm. But if you have a miscarriage and maybe you're five days late, six days, 10 days, and then you have a really heavy period, one thought that can come to mind is maybe you actually were pregnant. Uh, But the only way we can prove that is if you have a positive pregnancy test. So I'm going to move on to some tests that I'm I might run. So first of all, definitely I do a physical exam. Gotta lay hands, gotta feel your belly, have to do an internal exam. I know how much everybody loves the internal pelvic exam, but it gives us so much information. Um, And that's where I can see if you have an ovarian mass or if you have fibroids. The other thing, and this is my number four, y'all, if your periods are really, really, really heavy, let's check some blood work to see if you're anemic. Anemia is when you don't have what we call red blood cells. Red blood cells are responsible for getting oxygen to your vital organs all over your body. And your body can compensate. But if you're starting to show signs that you're anemic, then you got an issue that you need to address. And I'll have patients who are like, oh, my period's not that bad. I have blood clots and I get up in the middle of the night. And my one thing is like, okay, well, let's check a blood count. If you're not anemic and you don't feel 
feel like it's a problem, you don't want to do anything about it. I'm not going to necessarily push it. But most of the time in that scenario, they'll be anemic. And what happens with anemia is you get tired. You get winded sometimes when you exercise. And so it's something that you need to know because it can be fixed. A, the most important, fix the underlying cause of the problem. So don't just take some iron, which is going to help stop the blood from leaving your body. And that's by controlling your periods. And that's why you need to talk to your healthcare professional. The other things I would do is an ultrasound, like I said before, an endometrial biopsy. Certain situations require that. If we see something on ultrasound, if your period is extremely heavy, we want to make sure you don't have cancer, you don't have a polyp, you don't have a precancerous condition called endometrial hyperplasia. That's very, very important. Big medical words, but that's why we do a biopsy. And the other thing is that sometimes we have to do surgery to go in and see what's going on. The biopsy usually precedes the surgery and it should just to make sure we know what we're dealing with. But if you can't do the biopsy in the office for for various amount of reasons, then we have to do a procedure called a hysteroscopy where we take a camera and we go and look inside of the uterus and then do a DNC. I think a lot of women have heard of that term, but DNC stands for dilation and curatage. All right, how do you fix it? I've talked about this before. The number one thing I'd like for you to get on your radar screen is lifestyle. Easier said than done, lose weight. Cut out all the processed foods. Cut out dairy. I know that's controversial, y'all, but we weren't built to drink another mammal's milk. Another show, another time, but cut out dairy. And look at reducing your risk of cancer. Uh, medications that you might be prescribed or hear about are um, birth control pills. I'm not a big fan of pills because people can't necessarily remember, but some can. So there's the there's pills, there's patch, there's the vaginal ring. Um, the other thing which I absolutely love is the Mirena. It's got the hormone progesterone in, so it kind of brings you back in balance. And it's put inside the uterus, and it can stay there for five to six years, and it makes your cycles light, 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 or they stop altogether. Now, it doesn't work for everybody. But it is, it's a game changer. And guess what? It's covered by your insurance. All you have to do is come into the office. We put it in. It's essentially free to you. You got birth control and your cycles are lighter. Lifestata is the brand name, but TXA, trexanamic acid. This is actually non-hormonal. It lightens the flow. It does not stop the flow. Or Lissa, this is a new medication for endometriosis. Ibuprofen can also change your cycles as well. Some surgery sometimes that we have to do is a myomectomy, which basically we go in and take out the endometriosis individual fibroids. We usually do this if you need your uterus in the future. If you're not using your uterus, if you're 45, 50 years old and your periods are erect, then we usually do a hysterectomy. Another topic, another show. The other one that usually precedes a hysterectomy is something called an endometrial ablation. Endometrial ablation is where we go in and through various techniques, there are a few on the market, we get rid of the lining of the uterus. So that endometrium that's thickening and shedding every month, we get rid of that with water. I like to use the, the water ablation. There's also another one that uses heat. But getting rid of that lining is something that will help lighten your cycles. And it's not for people necessarily who have horrible pain because that's most likely endometriosis, but it can serve a great purpose um, for lightening those cycles. So ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening, I'm just gonna review my five facts. Number one, fibroids. They're benign tumors of the uterus. Number two, endometriosis. It gets outside of the uterus and wrecks havoc. Number three, problems with ovulation. 
These three are reasons that we have abnormal periods, bleeding and pain, fibroids, endometriosis, and problems with ovulation, particularly that I've highlighted obesity. Number four, get some blood work. Just see if you're anemic. Let's work on that. And number five, under how to fix it, lifestyle. Let's start lifestyle changes. Lose weight, cut out the dairy, processed food. Did I forget exercise? How can I forget exercise? Exercise, exercise. All of this reduces your risk of cancer. So one of my favorite topics, as we say in the business, this is bread and butter, OBGYN, but this is a start, ladies. So if I said anything today that sounds remotely like what you're going through, now is the time to take care of yourself and go get some help. I'm here to tell you what your mama went through, what your grandmama went through is not always what you have to go through because we're trying to be happy and healthy. And if heavy periods, painful periods keep you from living the life that you are destined to live, we got to fix it. So let's stay connected. Follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and at my website, Office Visit with Dr. V. All right, this is the end of my office visit. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Office Visits with Dr. V. My prayer is that something said on this podcast will get you started on a path to your optimal health and wellness. The information, including opinions and recommendations discussed in this podcast, is intended for informational and educational purposes only. Such information is not intended to be a substitute for the advice of a qualified and licensed physician or other healthcare provider. Although I'm a doctor, this does not replace the advice of your licensed physician or healthcare provider. So please seek the advice of a qualified healthcare professional before making any changes to your healthcare regimen. And another thing, just by listening to this podcast doesn't make me your doctor. However, if you want to stay connected, please follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Office Visits with Dr. V. And go to my website at OfficeVisitsWithDrV.com. That's OfficeVisitsWithDrV.com. Let's follow up next time. Blessings.